Hello, lifers. This is Heather Drew, and this is the Life in the Whirlwind podcast. Today is episode 21, and this episode is called If the Whole World Were a Foot. Do I have your attention? I'm. In case you haven't noticed, I have a a love of titles. I like creating titles. It's one of my favorite things. I used to have this little notebook in college where I used to write down titles of things that never got written. So one day I'll, I actually still have that book. It's tucked away safely in a firebox in, in my house. Um, but one day I'm just going to take all those titles and make them into books or something or like poems or put them in my memoir or something when I have something good enough to write about. Anyway, I digress. Okay, today I would like to talk about something that my husband, Alan, and I were talking about yesterday. Um, it kind of converged. This conversation converged. He was having a conversation with one of his friends, and I was having a conversation with somebody that I know, and um, they converged. And so I was taking that as a sort of a sign, like, okay, this is what the podcast is going to be about today, because this is highly relatable. This is something we all go through. So what we talked about is, um, let me tell you my side of things first, the way that I experienced this conversation with my friend. So my friend was talking about how she finds herself in her family. And I was asking her a couple of questions, like I was noticing that she was sort of using kind of judgmental language about herself, like really putting herself down and in regards to like how she carried herself and like how she, um, you know, we talked about this a million times, like the shadow self, it's this, it's this, these parts of her that she feels she cannot be because it just doesn't fit into the family system. It doesn't work. And that there can be some judgment toward her if she shows these qualities. And it made me sad. I actually, you know, it made me grieve for my friend that she was having this experience of, you know, having to hide herself and, and that she even judged herself for, um, these qualities that really make her innately, uniquely her in a very beautiful way, but that she feels, she feels she needs to hide because they're so different from her family. And she's the only one in the family who's like this. This is where this phrase, the black sheep comes from, right? Um, it's one, one of these things is not like the other, you know, it's, we find ourselves in systems or groups where we feel really, really different than everybody else. So anyway, so this conversation was happening and I finally said to my friend, I forget the exact thing that I said, but I finally said to her something like, what if it's okay for you to be that thing, what would that look like? What if it were okay? What would you like to do with that? And she like looked at me, sort of stared at me blankly, like I was speaking a different language or that I was crazy or something. And it was the first time she'd really entertained that concept. Like, what if I just decided to be me like not in a, an obnoxious way just like in a you know not in like a hey world this is me like it or not blah blah you know that's a totally different kind of way of being you but but like just healthy good qualities like artistic creative 
um, attentive, you know, she's a seer. She's able to sort of see things and perceive things that a lot of other people don't. Um, or, you know, she's a little more reserved than some of her family members. And so she sees that as bad because it feels it's different. So this brings us to our topic today. How many times have you maybe compared yourself to others and seen a difference in yourself and decided that it wasn't good, that it was in fact bad for you to be different in that way? And this is just a a flat out quality, like an objective quality that you were born with or that is highly intertwined with your personality. You know, I've used the example uh, many times on this on on this podcast about how I'm a very emotionally expressive person and that that isn't always everybody's favorite, which I've had to come to peace about. And I've had to do my own searching of, um, is this okay? You know, what's my motivation and what am I using this for? And is this healthy and is it good? And is it, you know, bearing fruit in my life? Is it helping me flourish or is it not? So I've had to do a lot of my own soul searching in that way, obviously, but um, I've come to the decision that it is okay. It is okay for me to cry and it is okay for me to be an emotional, like I'm a deep feeler and it's what makes me good at a lot of things that I do. It also means a lot of hard stuff uh, impacts me in a pretty specific way. So anyway, enough about me. That's not the point here. The point is that I'm sure you have your own qualities where you maybe have either heard somebody say like, oh, don't like that's different and bad. Um, That are things you really can't change about yourself. They're like inherently true about you. So, um, yeah. Here's the other side of things. Have you ever compared yourself to somebody else and maybe done this to them and maybe said, you know, I'll use my own example to be vulnerable here. I have, I confess, I have at times and not recently, but in the past, in many years past, um, long ago, I have seen those who are more uh, stoic or less emotional as, you know, not as full as I am or not living their best life available. But what I'm doing in that situation is that I'm making a judgment about that person's gifting and saying it's not as good as mine. And that is what this is about today. I think it would benefit all of us if we took a step back and examined the ways in which we do this to people, where we pick out certain qualities and we say, oh, that's not as good. Or, oh, thank you so much for, you know, thank you. Thank you, God, for making me this person that I am. I am so great. (laughs) Like, that's a little extreme, but it's totally you I'm sure you've heard someone say that or there is someone in your life who may have said that once um 
maybe not out loud, but you know, it's just this thing that we sort of do where we like assess our value based on a lot of other people instead of just assessing our value um, as we were made to be. So it's a fine balance. I know all those, all those who tend to get a little bit nitpicky about details. Um, nitpicky is not a very nice way to say that. Sorry. I apologize. I take it back. Um, those who want to get nitty gritty into the details. How about that? Um, I know that there's a fine balance here that, you know, we don't live in a vacuum, but at the same time, we kind of need to be able to, to some degree, to be healthy human beings and value our qualities and live our best available life and flourish as we are who we were made to be. Um, sort of live into our fullness, I guess I could say. Um, that requires us to step away and not consider, hey, how will this person feel if I'm this? Because what we're doing there is we're seeking the approval of other people and letting that determine how much of ourselves we show or not, right? This is all of the shadow self stuff, uh, which we've talked about many times. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, you must have just joined this podcast, which is fine. Just go back and listen to the other ones, um, <laughs> like Optimal Conditions. That episode talks a lot about vulnerability and um, the shadow self and things like that. Um, or Episode 17, we talk a lot about that. I talk about that with my friend Ryan. So all this to say, are we part of something bigger? Yes, we are. Uh does the quality, uh, how do I say this? Do the qualities of other people or do, does how other people value our qualities truly determine how valuable our qualities are? Or are we just kidding ourselves? Here's what I think is true about us human beings, we human beings, what I think is true about every single one of us is that we have gifts that if we lived into fully, the world would be a vibrant, vital, glorious, whole, integrated place. I believe that this is the right side up. <laughs> I don't know if you know what I'm talking about when I say that, but it's a thing that I talk about. Anyway, we'll get into that later, but I'm adjusting my position a little bit here. I'm uncomfortable. Um, I'm going to read this. I'm going to read this uh, snippet of a letter to you. This is written by a guy named Paul, and it's in the Bible in the New Testament, which is around the time Jesus lived. And this is what Paul says in this letter. He's talking to a community of people. The human body has many parts, but the many parts make up one whole body. Yes, the body has many different parts, not just one part. If the foot says, I'm not part of the body because I am not a hand, that does not make it any less part of the body. And if an ear says, I am not part of the body because I am not an eye, would that make it any less part of the body? If the whole body were an eye, 
how would you hear? Or if your whole body were an ear, how would you smell anything? But our bodies have many parts, and God has put each part just where he wants it. How strange a body would be if it had only one part. Yes, there are many parts, but only one body. The eye can never say to the hand, I don't need you. And the head cannot say to the feet, I don't need you. In fact, some parts of the body that seem weakest and least important are actually the most necessary. All right. Holy moly, right? I just think later, he he keeps talking about this for a little while. This is 1 Corinthians 12, if you ever want to read it. Um, He talks about this for a little while, and he even talks about how the parts of the body that we find less honorable, we should treat with honor. So this could go any number of directions, right? But for the sake of this, what we're talking about this topic today, I want you to look at your life and where have you said, oh, I'm not so valuable because I'm not like that person. And so you try to adjust yourself. You try to make some, you try to manipulate yourself a little bit. You change yourself to become more like that person. But in doing so, you lose these quintessential qualities that make you, you. And then it's kind of like, I'm going to go as, I'm going to go so far to say, as to say that it's literally like equivalent to you stabbing out your eye because you just like your hand better. It's like, it, it doesn't make any sense. You need these different parts, like the whole body, the community, the, the, the human community, the, the world made up of people. We need different kinds of people. Our communities need variety and diversity to be whole. Otherwise, it's just this whole world of feet. And who wants that? (laughs) I mean, I don't think feet are gross, but like a whole world of feet would be really weird. A whole body of feet would be unbelievably weird. Though, I guess if that's all we knew, it wouldn't be weird. But you know what I'm saying? You get what I'm saying? There's a reason that variety was created and that God called it good. So here's my invitation to you. We're already there. (laughs) I'm getting to the chase here. Here's my invitation to you. How can you look at your own qualities, the things that are just innately true about you? Are you creative? Are you curious? Are you... um, investigative? Are you a challenger? Do you like challenge? Do you like, um, do you love growth? Do you value growth? Are you an artist? Are you a mathematician? Do you have an engineer's mind? Do you have a counselor's mind, a compassionate mind, a compassionate heart? Are you amazingly happy in solitude? Are you only happy around other people? This is, I'm just like thinking of whatever comes to my mind here, free associating here, but um, 
take some time to sit down with yourself this week and really like close your eyes either actually or proverbially and exam like look inside what is in there what do you see and just write down what you think like what comes to your attention what what comes up for you and then I want you to go over that list and I want you to look at the places that you don't love the qualities that you wrote on that list that you're like oh I wish I didn't have to see that on the list and this can be any kind of attributes, like physical, mental, emotional, character, personality, gifting, whatever. I don't care. Whatever. Um, but who who are you made to be? And what are these qualities that are just innately, you were like born with these things. And this is like, when you do them, you feel like yourself. Um, and look at those things. And again, just examine which of those things are you kind of like, oh, I don't know. That doesn't that kind of gets me in trouble or people don't tend to like that about me or I feel like I have to hide this part of me because people don't get it or people don't get me and so I'm gonna put these in my pocket for a little while so people like me more or whatever. I invite you to look at those things and I invite you to own them. I invite you to own these parts of you that even though others may say that they're not so great, try them on. Try wearing them. Try showing up and honoring them. Try saying, hey, this matters. It looks like it's not so important. It looks like it's weak. But I'm going to call it necessary. We all know this, right? You and I all know this, that this is like, we can own this in our minds, but how often do we actually live as if we don't know this, right? We compare ourselves to others so often, or we compare others to ourselves, and that's a whole game that we play in our heads. But what would our lives be like if we lived as though our fellow humans around us coming into the fullness of their special gifting, like, you know, they're like how they are became, what if we lived as if that was crucial to our own existence? How my friend, my neighbor, my fellow human lived into his or her fullness of self. And how can I maybe bring that out? How can I be hospitable to that person? How can I be hospitable to let that person be themselves and not judge them and not critique them, not, in, you know, invite, um, you know, not say like, hey, have you ever thought about not doing this? You know, just having a, taking a totally different take on this and offering that to a person this week and offering it to yourself. So, as my clock chimes downstairs <laughs> in my house, let me close with this blessing. You're part of something. You're part of something big that is far beyond you, and it's created to be good and whole, and it's created to include you and everyone around you 
with their special gifts. Each of us has something that we are great at and something that we bring and we so often don't bring it. And so this week I bless you, my friends, with the freedom, the compassion, the openness and the kindness that is required to show up to the table. Will you show up to the table? I invite you to do so in your life and may you find safety, glory, and vibrance on the other side. Come join the body, my friends. Take great care. Can't wait to see you, hear you, talk to you next week. Restless